There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. The vacation. What an absolutely splendid idea. Low J's Travel Tuesday. Vacay news and notes for you. We should take a trip. trip. Let's take a trip. Okay, so the U.S. airlines have suspended their flights to and from Tel Aviv amid the ongoing conflict between Israel and Palestinian militants. American Airlines, Delta, and United have also issued travel waivers allowing passengers to fly to and from Israel to rebook. United also covers flights because they fly into Jordan. And Delta said it's suspending operations to and from Israel through October 31st. And uh, uh, United, about the same, if your flight was canceled by a U.S. airline, you're entitled to a full refund, even if you bought a non-refundable Ticket, according to the Department of Transportation, cruise lines have also uh, suspended their stops. And I know people that were traveling in the area going to Mm -hmm. Lebanon and people have have canceled. So the State Department is urging caution. Yes. uh, For for travel and um, and the cruise lines just will re reroute. But, you know, is there's always so there's so much. uh, uh, you know, tour groups that go. Oh, yes, to, to the area, yeah. of course. And and it's just tragic what's going on right yeah, now. Yeah, so they're, everything is just uh, suspended. So that is what's going on. We have news, uh, good news for Graceland. Once again, America's most popular museum belongs to Graceland, y'all. Number one by I a long shot. I saw that. I saw, what did it used to be, do you think, before that? Um, well, well, the next most popular one is has been in the past the White House, okay, the Met Museum, the Art Institute of Chicago. Yes, those sort of are rounding That's, up. But okay, the White House they also do you know the best homes, and that usually gets on that tour because okay for museum at Graceland uh, um, is the most attended. Still on the checklist. Yeah. Totally, totally, totally. Over a half a million people every year. Or, excuse me, 1.2 million. Uh, So it's really a lot. And it also has very good reviews. If you ever go to TripAdvisor, you Mm -hmm. go to anything, it gets very good review. And, um, uh, yeah, the Met was number two this year, and the Art Institute was number three. 
That's just that just yeah. is wild that Graceland is that that high. There's also a barbed wire museum in Kansas, a banjo museum in Oklahoma, and a mustard museum in Wisconsin, the National Mustard Museum of Wisconsin, and a salt and pepper museum is also not far from uh, Memphis. If you would like to, that would just be I. It's so on my bucket list. A it salt is and pepper so, museum. No, well, I would go to that. Yeah. I love salt and pepper shakers. I think like the um, Lake Omo Inn, remember their collection of salt and pepper shakers? They've got like a huge one. I was just right across the street from that today. And I forget how magical that place is. Oh, that place is so fun. That place is good. Um, We have uh, a little uh, news from um, the travel editors, an expert panel that USA Today put together. Their best airlines of 2023 and the best airline number one. Sun Country? Delta Airlines is the most highly rated U.S. carrier due to its on-time record. All the routes it offers up until they screwed up their frequent flyer program. Excellent lounges and even um, the small planes have seat back TVs. Yeah, they do. And uh, other airlines on the list, Southwest made the list, United, Singapore, JetBlue in Alaska made the list. They don't even consider like a sun country. I don't know why. Too small. Maybe. But the best business and first class air goes to Korean Air. Okay. If you're you're traveling. Well, Delta Mm -hmm. came in at number two. Mm -hmm. And Virgin Atlantic and Air Canada... Uh, were, you know, three, four, and two, three, four. And uh, best economy class, Delta one there. Best in-flight entertainment, Virgin Atlantic, has the biggest library of TV shows, music, games. They also have programming called The List, where they have exclusive interviews with a wide range of artists. You can watch on board. If I've flown Virgin Atlantic twice, and it's amazing. Any of the country carriers, you know, Qantas yes. or Singapore or Cathay Pacific, those always make you know very high high on the list. Okay, but. so so there was a Larry. There was a study done by Hilton um, Hotels and IPOS, and they surveyed ten thousand travelers from nine different countries to assemble what. Travel experts say people want right now in hotels because after COVID, the hotel experience has changed dramatically. Mm-hmm. Their bars aren't open as late. Some of them don't have bars anymore. You oh, may or may not get room cleaning, you know, getting your beds changed every night. We've kind of experienced it in more boutique hotels where you have to plug in your own Netflix numbers and you have to plug it. The TV isn't just there anymore. You have to bring your own streaming services. So what they've found, though, in the new traveler for 2024 is that um, they're putting sleep as priority for people traveling, which it always has been. But now they're putting in um, noise machines, blackout shades, um, headboards and high, high thread count, better sheets and linens in their rooms, Mm -hmm. which has always been so lovely. I think technology chargers everywhere. That's way more convenient instead of the one, you know, over here that's far away experiences and you're going to love this they are trying to people want more local flavors so in their restaurants they're trying to tap into more local food and also pickleball courts pickleball courts people want <laughs> she's at been these, holding on to that I one know, at hotels <laughs> but pleasure do leisure 
People are tracking vacation days into work trips. Leisure. So it's business and light leisure. Leisure. It's another. It's another. We already got skaggings earlier. Skirt skirt and leggings. But leisure is business and leisure. So, but what are they doing for leisure traveling? They're just people. But people want more friendly people. Maybe people want to be greeted instead instead of have just this check-in online thing. You know, when I when I haven't stayed in a hotel, I've stayed twice now in the past, like four months. In Chicago, I stayed in a hotel. But you stayed in a two-star hotel, right? Is that what we're calling Holiday Inns? I would say. I would say. All right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it, it was a very... So and the it was level a, of service right. has really gone down in... And then I stayed know. in like a... Um, like a condo rental place that's nothing good yeah nothing they're not going to have any amenities but when we stayed when we stayed out at our place in um hollywood i consider that beverly terrace a two-star two-star okay so what would be a three-star what would be a hilton well i mean i just stayed at a four-star hotel in paris and it had everything we'd ever did you you know that you'd ever want people want peloton bikes in on the same floors now that they stay in yeah i don't know in different menus yeah good good luck with all these i know it Mm -hmm. i know but but i as hotels change ownership or you know they change flag they change Mm -hmm. the franchise they remodel this is the kind of stuff that you know people need to pay attention to for what they're going to invest yes in the remodel right. so they can fly a different flag move up right the just like a soccer league more. get up yeah, to exactly. a different league yeah. yeah well today i was delighted though to see a motel when we were in hudson today yes there was a motel right there and you don't see motels often anywhere i've been on the wrong road except darling. for trixie yeah trixie <laughs> i love that show trixie's hotel <laughs> if you're going to London, the victorian albert museum what's showing is hosting an exhibition of naomi campbell's archives oh oh which if you've watched the supermodels on apple plus she's been models modeling since she was 15 and the muse of Azadina Laya and Gianni Versace. So you can only imagine what her personal archive uh, is like. And uh, so it's all of the clothes that she's that worn. she's kept, okay. along with the story of the workmanship, because it's you know all the stuff. Uh, she takes her fashion history very seriously, and she has spent money to keep her things Archive. archived. Stored correctly, but that would be really something. Think of how that would be totally something. I mean, because she's like the last, uh, you know, 35 years. Super, super, fashion. super model. Mm-hmm. And kept everything. I love that. Yeah. All right. So that's what's going on in London. We come back. It's time for Random Facts. Lori and Julia here with Ann Tressler of Tressler Law. We have a question from one of our listeners. She was told she needs to split everything 50-50. Is this true? It's not that black and white. Our law says that there will be a fair and equitable distribution of the marital estate. Your marital estate talks about what you own and what you owe. Most cases, equitable usually means equal, but there can be facts in certain circumstances under which one party's awarded more assets or one party's awarded more debts. It's really a case-by-case basis, and that's why you 
you really need to come in and talk to an attorney about what your particular case entails. So what does that mean for her house and her 401k? Again, it's really a case-by-case basis. And remember, dividing things equally, even if you're doing that, doesn't mean you're necessarily splitting every single asset. So there's lots of different ways to do it, depending on what people want, what their goals are, and how you can reach resolution. That's really good information. I bet a lot of other listeners want to know this. For your free one-hour divorce consultation, go to TresslerLaw.com or use my talk keyword divorce. You know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And now, Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. That's all it is. And so, um, LinkedIn has issued a statement that, um, you should give your brain an overnight job. I think you've talked about this with the meditation before, Lori. Mm-hmm. If you just think of something and then you meditate on it, you get a clearer understanding of mm-hmm. it. But this is an overnight okay. job issue, so we always have to work. All right. Um, but we should give our brain an overnight job. So before you go to sleep, if you have a problem that you need that needs to be solved creatively, write it down, think about it, and then go to sleep and um, let your subconscious work on it, work on it. But then in the morning, look at your what you wrote down and see if you have any memory of it, you know, because that's what happens to dreams so much. Right. And last night, and basically it's just, it's a really great way to get new ideas and new things, but you have to write it down before you go to bed and when you wake up so you know what you're doing. So last night, apparently... I'm going to write pickleball on a... Champions, champs. Notes all over, pickleball champs all over my... House tonight. Well, mine last <laughs> night was um, Taylor Swift is buying me purses. So my, I had such a vivid dream last night. But and, what does that? Did you write down purses no, I'm just before teasing. you went to sleep? No, oh. I'm just teasing. But so last night, my dream, I was watching the Beckhams um, Netflix special, which I absolutely love, and and all of it ties into when we started on the radio, you know, mm-hmm. here and everything, and. And when they moved to Spain, it wasn't his choice. His manager just said, I'm done with you. We're selling you off to the biggest bigger. Rebecca Luz is sticking by her story that they had an affair. I saw that. Whatever. But I just, I'm so enjoying watching that. And because it just, it coincides with our history here. So much of his story. And um, it's true. His timing. It it really, you know, was. And so, um when I, and I don't know how Taylor Swift got into my dream, but I know I'm going to the Taylor Swift movie and she's been in the news so much. So I'm, I'm talking with the Beckham somehow, some way. <laughs> I love it. And I'm, I'm in a place that's like an open market with bars and shopping. Uh-huh. And I don't know where this place is really, but it's warm. And um, there's a private party on one side of the curtain with Taylor Swift and all of her fans. Her friends, I mean, and I think they're cheering on football. They're all in red, so I think it's Kansas City Chiefs. And on my side, I'm at a different bar, but there's a lot of shopping to be done on the way to go to the restroom, which I tend to do a lot. And so somehow... I'm you going tend to shop a lot on the way to the bathroom. No, but I mean, oh. I go to the restroom a lot. Oh, God. So got this it, got is it, got my it. dream. And so right. I am on the way to the restroom and I see. Till- I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Taylor Swift, and I know she doesn't want to be bugged, but I wanted to tell her, Britney's your biggest fan. Yeah. I just wanted to tell her, well, I know your biggest, biggest fan, yeah. and, and she would die that I'm even interrupting you and be embarrassed, but I just want you to know. Yeah. So I go to the bathroom, and I come back, and somehow the purses are closer to the bar now, and they're designer, beautiful purses. And Taylor Swift comes over, not to me, but she has the person serving at the bar, wrapped up a purse for me and gave it to me. What kind of a dream is that? That's a really nice is a dream. Long Isn't dream. it a nice is a long dream? Based on the no, story. No, but I mean, it's just. Yeah. I didn't think it was Very, that long, Lori. Well, it was long and oh, it was God, vivid. Was so bad. <laughs> it was long and vivid. But I, I thought that I remembered it so vividly. I wish I would have had a mission with it. I don't know what it means. But. Well, I think it means you've got a connection with Taylor Swift. Is what it means. You have a spiritual connection. And should you meet her, I'm going to say thanks gonna, for the handbag. Thanks for the handbag. Look <laughs> you right in the eye. Don't worry, long story, no big deal. Just long story. You're so mean. She's you are so mean, Lori. That took two whole minutes. I'm sorry. Um, but anyway, write down your write down your what you think about. You need to muse on overnight. I haven't remembered a dream in so long. It's I think that's kind why it stuck to me. Exciting because when I thought you, it was so exciting. Yeah, and I do think it means you've got a connection with Taylor that you would have such a vivid dream. I don't know if we needed to hear all the extra oh, details that you provided, but yet you were painting with color today, Julia. So I was so good. excited that I remembered it. <laughs> Leah is laughing. I know. Well, you're being such, I'm not even looking at you. I know you. I see I'm you. Shady. Beyond, and I'm letting it go. Yeah. Okay, so, you know, when I had my children, there was no thing as paternal leave. Um, for Paternity for, leave? Paternity leave. There that, wasn't anything at Carlson where the dads didn't never. Wait, towards the end though when we were there. Well, maybe towards the end, but okay. when I I had my kids in nineties five and ninety six. Yeah. Um there was nothing. Yeah. Um and my husband worked for a small company anyway. Yeah. So they he didn't have anything. But there's a study that well, came, when you and I were born, our mom stayed in the hospital for, for a week. week. Oh, How lucky. about that? <laughs> yes. Yeah. I know. So anyway, there's a new study out which I think is really cool about, um, you know, your bonus daughter, my niece, her husband just went back to work full time. So she's he had yeah, a two week paternity, he had a two week paternity leave. And they're saying that um, Which is, was wonderful. I think I they can't even imagine how cool too. that would it was, be. It was nice. And I know a lot of other people I think Brittany's husband had paternity leave with her when she had go go. But it, it's there's a study out that it's from Sweden that says paternity leave for new fathers who take it or partners have um, a lower risk of becoming alcoholics because there's some sort of a connection that they're developing the bond with their newborn child, just like the other parent is developing the bond. Oxytocin. And the men are getting it or whatever the partnership is mm-hmm. are getting it. And it's a bo- big boost to their mental health because as the, they have a big connection starting at zero. Yeah. That That, usually in my time was reserved for me. Yeah. You know? And so I just think that is... It's nice that paternity leave is more, you know, that's becoming more normal. It's unbelievable. I remember when I went to Sweden and I remember having a... When I was there for the Bears-Viking game all those years ago and I... 
this woman that worked at one of the hotels, she was having a baby. And I'm like, and how long are you having off? And she said a year. Yeah. And I said, a year? You get a year? Well, Sweden is, you know, smaller country and everything. She says, well, that's how long it takes to properly bond with your baby. She looked at me like I was crazy. No, and, and the men in Sweden, they get parents, 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 no matter who you are, can take 480 days over off a year. of job-protected paid leave together. Mm-hmm. 390, so over a year, over are a year. reimbursed at around 80% of your income. Yeah, And then the other 90 are paid at a universal Swedish flat rate. Yeah. I just think that, I just love that study. So I just think that's very, 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 very cool. Um, I know you would know that if you got a driver's license and you were working at the airport or you were working at a restaurant and it said Puerto Rico on it, you would know that that person was a U.S. citizen. I would know that. You would know that. Many don't. Yeah, that's amazing. So now they're having to stamp. territory. Bold face U.S. citizen. Yeah. It says USA on their new driver's license. Good. People don't know it. Um, okay, let's see. What else can I tell you? Huh. Well, I'm going to tell you another dream, but I, I don't think you no. can Because <laughs> that one lasted a minute 42. Um, Domino's is giving out free emergency pizzas for the next four months. You spend $8 and they're at, they will add one medium free two-topping pizza to your rewards account. Whoa. Okay. It, but you buy one and you get one, basically, and it runs through February 11th, and they're calling them emergency. I mean, $8 for a pizza, you can't get a pound of hamburger for $8. So they're saying it's a marketing tool to get people to sign up for the reward program, but that's a pretty good reward. I'll say. And I like a Domino's every once in a while. They have a good pepperoni, i got to say. You know? Yeah, like they, they have, have a, a good, good basic. Can't go wrong. They did. How much do you think Google bought YouTube for in 2006? I don't even think it's real money at that they, point in they, time. Yeah, they that? paid too much. I don't know. I don't know what they paid. No, YouTube paid too much. No, they paid yeah. $1.65 billion. Billion. YouTube is watched all yeah. the time, though. That's all so I that know. So that was a good investment, is I what think you're so. I like think your so. connection with Taylor Swift. Was a really good investment. A very good spiritual. And I can't wait spiritual. to tell her, thank you for the handbag. <laughs> was nice of her she's a nice person all right when we come back we've got a guest we'll let you know all about it this is Lori and julia my talk hey everybody it's Lori and julia here from minneapolis skincare clinic and they are having their biggest sale of the year right now right now my girlfriend Huge. jj i'm mm-hmm. like go in because you can become a vip membership which gets you a lot of good deals and the 50 dollars membership fee is waived if you join this Right this week. Absolutely. And that's a great deal. And they've got a lot of great Buy two, offers. get one free for their retail products. If you've got, they've got so many great product lines there. They also are offering money off of cool sculpting packages, some discounts off of their most popular treatments, Kybella and Derma Filler injectables. Buy two, get one free. This is the big sale. You want to be going there. And they've got the two locations, Maple Grove and then Golden Valley. And of course, they're affiliated with Minneapolis Plastic Surgery and the estheticians are amazing. So anything you're looking to do, Minneapolis in Kirkland. Thanks for hanging out with us. We have somebody in studio with us. Courtney Artman is joining us, and she's a comedian and writer based in Minneapolis. And we heard about you through, was it Rudy or Brittany? Somebody told us, uh, they're like, you should have this funny Courtney lady on for the comedy festival. And we're like, 
Is it wasn't that nice of them? Do you yeah. like how your name just gets passed around? And Courtney Artman, people might have known you by your other you just got married four days ago, you let us Yeah, congrats. And now you're Courtney Artman. I kinda like that for you. Yeah. Do you like it? It sounds much more grown up, I think. <laughs> you think so? Yeah. Artman. Well, Osman. it sounds it does sound established. Yeah. I like that. And you're gonna be part of the ten thousand laughs. Festival that's happening this weekend, correct, Amundo? Yeah. Yep, starts on Thursday. Tell us about it. Uh, I think this is our 11th year, not including COVID, mm-hmm. um, but it's a super fun weekend. It happens uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, all over different parts of Minneapolis. Tons of comedians coming in from all across the country. Um we put up a link yes, we yes. for tickets yes, because there you. are a lot of venues and a there's tons lot, of venues. Yeah. A lot of comedians in town. What is your comedic style? How do you describe yourself? Um, or if you do, maybe a little dry, a little uh, sarcastic. Um, usually more ladies like me. Men don't like me as much because they get made fun of. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. And so. how long, like when the first time, how old were you the first time you did? Like, is it open mic? Is that how yeah. a comedian starts out? I, let me think. Or were you theater kid? No, 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 no. I never wanted any attention. Okay. Until I was in my late 20s when I started doing comedy. And I did improv for a little while. And I was like, no, actually, I just want to be the only person on stage. <laughs> I want to be the star here. Yes. No one else needs no, to be No, I'm not sharing. And so, as part of this, you know, 10,000 Laughs um, festival that's happening, are you performing? I will. Uh, My role is mainly (laughs) producing, so I haven't actually figured out what shows I'm going to be on. Uh But if I'm there, I'm going to just try and hop on. I love it. That's my plan. So this festival, Lori and I are not really that familiar with it, but it happens at a lot of different venues this weekend. Mm Mm-hmm. And um, can you give us kind of some highlights of some comedians that people could go to to kind of go and get get your laughs on? Yeah, well, there's tons of good shows. Uh, Best Stelling is, uh, she's either at Parkway or Granada. She's at one of the bigger ones. I love Best Stelling. Aparna Nanchurla, uh, Dan Mins, who is the, he's the voice of um, Tina. Do you guys watch uh, Bob's Burgers? Oh, yeah, I know who that is. Yeah, yeah. he's going to be there. He's super funny. Sam Talent, who is a, he's like up and coming, but he's going to be big. So I would recommend people check him really? out. Yeah. Okay. And they're kind of like, would you call it showcases? Is that what we call this? Yeah. It's kind of showcase. Yeah, because the headliners are doing a little bit shorter set than they normally would if you just went to like a regular style Got show. Because so you, yeah. you're giving more people are getting up on stage. Yeah. And there's comedians from all over the country who are opening to that are not like household names, but they're super up and coming. And, you know, you can go see them now and be like, oh, yeah, I saw them way this back This is when. such a good comedy town. Yeah, it really is. And but you- yet I don't know that much about, you know, when's the last time we saw a comedy show? It's been forever. Yeah. I, so that's why, like, giving us ideas of who to highlight and who to see, because we, we're we not that familiar with many. I just say you've already handpicked them, and we could go to any of them be delighted. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We were very picky with who we took. Were you very year. picky? Yeah. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> handpicked by you guys. Come exactly. on. Uh, but, yeah, like I said, we we put up a link to 10,000laughs.com. 
on our website so people can see the schedule. Where is it playing? What are the times? All mm-hmm. that good stuff. Yep, it's going to be mostly centered in like Seven Corners at Comedy Corner Underground, uh, Southern Theater, and then we're also going to be at Parkway. The Granada is a new venue for us, and Sisyphus Brewing, longtime venue for us. Um, have you guys seen the Granada? No, I don't even know. I don't know no, where I didn't realize that either. It's, you know, in Uptown by Calhoun Square. and oh, there was the that Suburban World yes, Theater? Yes, that theater that was empty forever. Oh, it was okay. full of twinkle. I actually went to movies in yes. that theater Did when you really? it was an actual theater <laughs> in the 80s. And they had uh, print Romeo and Juliet balconies and twinkle lights. So that's the old Suburban yes. World Theater. That's the Granada. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. I'm happy for Uptown that it's got two. Because the, the Uptown... Theater is now a music place, and then mm-hmm. this place. Yeah. 20 shows, 20 plus shows, and nearly 80 comedians. And it's unlike any other comedy festival we've ever seen here. But you guys, you have a really cool partner. You're partnering with, um, is it Protez Foundation? And they um, they provide prosthetics to Ukrainian soldiers and civilians? Yes. Okay, so there's a shockingly large Russian-speaking comedy population in Minneapolis, which I had no idea, but we started doing these Russian language uh, open mics at Comedy Corner Underground, like maybe once a month, and they just pack it out. Fun. Yeah, I had no idea. No, that show you... sold out immediately. I didn't know so, anything about that either. Yeah, if you know anyone who speaks Russian and likes comedy, yeah. Well, Lori has uh, Natasha Ligny. Oh yeah, I have an alter ego. You know, <laughs> do you really? Oh sure, yeah. didn't you tell Natasha Ligny from Odessa, Russia? <laughs> <laughs> That's all little, it is. Little, it's two no, lines. No, no, but I can go oh, on. She can I have a whole thing about American slang that I do in a Russian accent. I don't know why that accent is so much fun to do. Do you pull it out like if a guy tries to talk to you at the bar? Well, that's where Natasha was was born at a a lodge in Brainerd. Of course. Yeah, that makes sense. (laughs) You were under her, Courtney. You were under her. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we all have our fake. Yeah. 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 yeah, We do. Who were your like comedy inspirations? Who did you love? Um, Growing up, I was a huge fan of The Simpsons. I'm still a huge fan of The Simpsons. Uh, so anything that Conan O'Brien did, mm-hmm. um, I think the person who got me into doing stand-up, uh, her name is Morgan Murphy. She's not super well-known, but she's just like, I saw her and I was like, oh, women can actually just like have attitudes on stage? Cool. I signed me up. I want to yeah, try this. Exactly. Yeah, so I'm trying, God, you know what? I was just watching something about how Conan O'Brien got so screwed out of The Tonight Show. Mm-hmm. When that whole oh, thing yeah. happened with him. With, and with he Jay was, Leno? Yeah, with mm-hmm. Jay Leno and the uh, impossible position that he put him in. And he was just classy, 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 that guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Conan's going to survive either way. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's fine. got a pretty fun radio show now that he seems to be liking. Mm-hmm. You know, doing, but I, yeah, he is a very funny comic, Mm -hmm. the way he looks at everything. Yeah, he was doing this travel series for a while. It was so funny, (laughs) where he would go to, like, Italy, and he went to, like... South Korea, and then he was like hopping back and forth <laughs> to the North Korean border. South Korea. <laughs> These guards came up with like their huge guns. 
Oh, he's funny. God. Go, go. Yeah. I'm trying to go online to see how much tickets are. Let's just say if I went to someplace. I mean, this well, is. I want to say. I mean, this is one of the biggest comedy festivals now in the country. I mean, it, is, it started yeah. very small. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it started at one venue and now we're all over the place. That's very cool. Okay, so I'm looking here. We would be doing this, but they're making us play pickleball this weekend. um, And we, too, are raising money for charity. But we are having to play athletic events called pickleball in front of crowds. How would you feel about doing that? I'm talking like $15. I mean, this would really... How would you feel about that, Courtney? Would you like to do that or would you just make fun of it? I would rather tell jokes. (laughs) I would rather do anything than have people watch me do... We, Any kind of sporting activity. We understand that. Mm. <laughs> Julia is a pickleball But it pro. doesn't matter. Playing in front of people it's is... The c- people. I don't want... It's, I, it's I'd rather, awkward. Yeah. I, 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 Julia, this could be a stand-up uh, thing for you. Because Julia did stand-up once. Um, oh, it, No, she did. She did a very funny thing about getting divorced at 50, deciding to be single. And gaining 30 pounds. It really wasn't that good. <laughs> Where Our did Dan you do it? And at, We had a... We, as a... Our, job makes us do these really uncomfortable things to raise money for charities once a year mm-hmm. and this was the year we did Project comedy it was at mystic lake yeah. who was one of the main sponsors are, of yeah. this festival yeah. and dan mystic. Mintz, who you were talking i love we and julia did stand up for Don't our dare. team mm-hmm. and she was very funny and i was absolutely terrible at improv She's mm-hmm. trying to get it back into my good graces because I told a really cool dream oh wasn't that good julia <laughs> it was <laughs> taylor swift bought me a handbag I think that's a good dream. That's okay, a great this, dream. I think so. Dan Mintz is at the Granada Theater that we do yeah. at Suburban World. And on Friday night, and there's tickets still available, and those are just $25. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is very affordable, and it's something different to do for people because you kind of get stuck in like a rut. And there's so many options. Your website's really cool, too, by the way. Thank I you. like all the cartoon characters. Did you did do you all do that, this? Courtney? I didn't make it, but I did choose the theme this year. That's it's, like old-time monster movie. It's cute. Yeah. It's really fun. But Dan Mintz, um, so that's another. But it's all on our show page, um, hmm. right above the Lori and Julia book club that, making it easy for people. Exactly. Any show you go to is going to be good. I highly recommend really any of them. Yeah. Do you you in your in your bio I was reading that you're a recovered mall goth? Girl? <laughs> yeah. Don't you miss hanging out at malls though? You know what? My now husband, he loves going to the mall. I love it. So malls. now I get to go to the mall again. Isn't that fun? Yeah. There's a lot happening in a mall. I know. Even if you don't buy anything, you get a pretzel, you yeah. get a soda. It's Sit nice. down, watch some people make up some stories. Mm-hmm. It is a fun environment, the mall. You were just at I was mall. at Rosedale, and, you, and I just been had the in a best mall time. In how long? Been a while. Yeah. Well, since Mall of America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Long, but I mean, it really, we have some great malls around here. And you know what? You get so like, we all like online shop like crazy now. Oh. And you're like, what if I could just go to the store and look at it? Yeah, and right. Feel, you know? And feel the fabric. Yeah. And try it on. Try it on and not second. have to have the hassle of returning it or keeping it because it's too much work to return. Yes. And then you have all this stuff that doesn't even work for you because yeah. you didn't want to take it back. I agree. Courtney, Happens I way too much. Mm-hmm. I know it. Well, I hope you guys have great success at the 10,000 Laughs Comedy Festival starting Thursday night. Really, this would be just such a fun little... We'll get it up for Courtney. Come on out, everybody. Come see me. And and our new bride. Yes, thank you very much. Did you have a a fun wedding? Was it small? Yeah, we eloped to New Orleans. We got married uh, like in a swampy park area. There was a gator. Where? 
there? Oh what God. park? I was in just there two weeks City ago. City Park, New Orleans. That's beautiful. Right behind Cafe du Monde. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was a dream. And you had beignets, I hope. Oh, yeah. Of not course. in the dress, though. No, not in the dress. I know. <laughs> How fun. What a fun place for a destination wedding. Yeah, it was perfect. New Orleans is so affordable, people, if you're looking for a good weekend mm-hmm. getaway. It's yeah. still affordable. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And the food. Whew. Amazing. Amazing. Chef's kiss, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right, Courtney, thank you so much. Yes. We appreciate you. Hollywood's vegan. What is the meaning of this? What is the meaning of this? Well, um, I do love that Travis Kelsey does read his comment section because people were commenting that his crushed velvet pants that he confidently strode in, strode in, you know, to the swaggered uh, in. I think he swaggered, swaggered in. in. He swaggered into the Viking Stadium, and people were saying, "Are those Taylor's curtains?" You know, and like <laughs> a lot of stuff and. He just wrote under somebody's comments. He said, hey, they're comfy. Well, it's unusual because football players still wear suits, you know, and when they travel. sometimes he does wear yeah. a suit. Yeah. It re- that's funny because it's kind of like a Carol Burnett curtain moment almost. Uh-huh. You know, they were very funny, big velour pants. They were parachute velour pants. They Who look knew? like velour Zumbas. Yeah. Same thing. But he walked with a swagger. He has a swagger. Yeah, he really does. And Grant she... showed me him stretching on the sidelines. He was I got so to see that, close. too. <gasps> I was like, thank you, Grant. Thank you. That's going to be my pickleball stretching inspiration. I'll just have Grant show us that, Julia. We'll just do what Travis does. I just does. want you to have a pickleball hitting the ball inspiration. You know, this is where you're being <laughs> passive aggressive and making little <laughs> digs at me about my playing, Julia. Telling me I'm good, I'm bad, I'm going to be great. Now I just want you to hit. What are you trying to do to my confidence? You have enough confidence for everybody. You're going to be great. Okay. You're going to be great. Just, All I'm saying is just like I just we're focusing on what we're going to look like, what we're going to do. I just I'm a competitive one. We I want to win. Well, Julia, we're, we're going to try, but again, yeah. so much of this pickleball is luck. People get nervous. They'll they'll do they'll send serves into the net. You know, I mean, this is the unknown factor. There's a I because no, you are the only experienced pickleball player. That's well, you I mean, are. Yeah, you're the only one. That is, I have played. A fact. I have played, and you've played for three or four years. Yeah, no one else has never played. gets that, better. Nobody gets else better. on this. On the station has played you well. Everyone, people have played, Lori. Okay. People have dabbled, but no one has played. No one has but you play like you play consistently play year round. I still, passionately. I'm calling it, it double fault because you only get one serve, and I still make mistakes yeah. and all the time. Okay, now let's talk about the the um, you know Gwyneth can't help but be Gwyneth. I'm really shocked that Vogue has never done 73 questions with her before. That's kind of surprising, isn't it? You'd think she'd be on the yeah. Mm. It is. The I wonder if there's like some tea behind that. Why hasn't she been on? That's like an, it's almost she's intentional. Annoying. She's it's annoying. intentional right she's now that annoying. she's not on. She's annoying. And the, <laughs> the headline from uh, her Vogue 73 questions video is is this is that um um she's showing the showing off her Hamptons home, which you know it's always fun to see real estate. Absolutely, and it's at her Hamptons home, and it's where she summers every year. And anyway, she's walking around, and she's we're walking out to her garden, and the Vogue reporter says, "Oh, look at how pretty this is!" And and then Gwyneth points to her Oscar, and she said, 
my doorstop. It works perfectly. <gasps> so making the person look down there to notice that she uses... Listen, it's heavy enough. <laughs> Here's the benefit of all that. It's pretentious. Yes, it is. But people leave their wards in funny places. We already know that from other people. People have them in their bathroom. People do this and that. It would be a perfect doorstep because it weighs like 13 pounds and it doesn't take, it's it's high, straight up, it's more vertical than horizontal. She's she's pretentious. She She put the Oscar there knowing that Vogue would have to film that and then she probably put it back in her office. I don't think so. Oh yeah, that's not, she even had, she's even, because people were like so, so, because here's what Sabby said, oh what a beautiful Academy Award and she said, my doorstop, it works perfectly. So it was set there deliberately for this Vogue interview. How she's just I, so pretentious. How should I Hollywood speak it? Well, it's, it's, she's, she's, she's hard pretentious. to like. Yeah. She's, but yet when she's being interviewed on a couch with like Jimmy Kimmel or somebody, she is delightful. Mm-hmm. Somehow her written word comes across very... Well, this Thank is you. her spoken word. Well, I know, but I'm just, we're just, re- I didn't see her say it. or. Oh, yeah, you can, you can watch it. I have no desire. You know who's <laughs> not going to be amused is Glenn Close. Remember when Glenn Close? Um, uh, Did she get robbed? She said uh, when she was asked about um, Academy Awards, she said, I honestly feel that to be nominated by your peers is as good as it gets. And then I've never understood how you could honestly compare performances i remember the year gwyneth paltrow won over the incredible actress who was in central station i thought what that doesn't make sense so she <laughs> name checked gwyneth. i feel like i feel like glenn close has this good snarky side well, to she's her. lost nine times yeah yeah but anyway uh roger friedman said she might as well give it back here's well, she- what he said he said listen she won the Academy Award for Shakespeare in Love. She was never nominated again. She fritted away her acting <laughs> career and made a mint by selling overpriced crap under goop. And now, just give it back. Kate Blanchett was stronger in Elizabeth, but Peltro was pushed by Miramax. And Shakespeare that, in Love was a phenomenon at it was the time. Fun. It was a such a fun. take on an old subject. I love that movie. Yeah, I loved that. That movie. was so my high school. Like that yeah. was like the pinnacle of. And my... I loved her pink but dress, he even though she's... she didn't fill out the darts. He in it. feels that like, <laughs> like there were a lot of good people in that movie, and that she is disrespecting her Oscar by putting it as a prop in a seventy-three questions for Vogue, a deliberate thing. But that's just goopy and the it's princess so, of pretension. It's so goopy. Okay, how about you want to Hollywood speak Seinfeld? So he was at a show, a stand-up set on Saturday night, and he told the Boston audience that he had a little secret about the finale of the show. Here's what he said. Something is going to happen that has to do with that ending. It hasn't happened yet. Just what you are thinking about, Larry David and I have also been thinking about. So you'll see. I'm trying, well, maybe a Super Bowl commercial, maybe a... They've already done that. Okay. Okay, what... But how Jerry did, and George did a Super Bowl commercial. Can you remember how it ended? It ended with the, they're arrested and locked yeah. up in prison. Oh, that's right. <laughs> and 76 people tuned in live, making it one of the most watched. But the, 76 million. 76 million, one of the most watched. But the it got so much backlash. And he. It was such a cop right. out of an ending. I mean, yeah. it really was. It was bad. It was just a big clip. Ending's that, fine. Yeah. Ending's are hard, though, I would think. Because that mm-hmm. was so beloved. That was such a fun show for 10 but years. But nobody remembers the ending because it was I so did. bad. Yeah. So so bad. Well, so what yeah. So think? what they're saying here, that they're they saying would... that it's it's going to oh, come back. They say it's a reboot. Like this is what I'm gleaning online from the comments and everything. Yeah. 
Is, or they're taking this as a confirmation of a reboot. Hopefully, that'd be fun to see them today. I would love it. Who would be cast? Well, they would all be cast. Mm-hmm. They would all be in it if they could be. Unless they're just going to redo. Well, I don't they know. They did one episode, and did you watch Curb Your Enthusiasm? Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Okay. So they did that one series of episodes in one of the seasons where they brought the cast back together to yeah talk about doing the show, and then it never happened. It never happened. You're right. Together, which was it was kind of fun too. But yeah. I really like how they make Jason Alexander to be such a oh, I know oh jerk. <laughs> oh, I know. It. He's good at it. He is good. He is good. Um, Arnold Schwarzenegger. He was on with uh, Howard Stern. He's got a new book out. He um, said that the, when he did the movie Conan, he said PETA would have had a field day with the stuff they had <laughs> no. me do, like biting a real dead vulture. Oh, gosh. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, he said. It cures me. I was thinking it was because he wore the little the little underwear things the made out of fur. It was 1982, <laughs> Conan, though, uh, Barbarian. He said the director... Just made me do terrible bleep. I learned to ride horses and camels and elephants. I had to jump from large rocks. I had to climb and swing from long ropes. I had to bite a real dead vulture and wash out my mouth with alcohol after each take. Peter would have had a field day with that. That is so gross. Isn't that gross? That is so gross. <sighs> All right. Well, that's a variety of Hollywood mm-hmm. speak, I'd say. Well, we'll be back. Lori and Julia, and we're going to play Pop Culture Jeopardy when we come back. I hope it's about um, rackets.